Greetings, everyone. This is Melvin York with Daddy Peach Gardening, and uh, it's almost to the end of the year. Time to think about the gardening season is upon us, and we should be getting ready to go. We have gotten through Christmas, heading towards New Year's, and now's the time to be doing something in the garden uh, for 2023. Um 2022 was a good year for uh, most of us in gardening. If you're a new gardener, I hope you had success. We would love to hear about it. If you were a new gardener or uh, if you tried some new things in the garden, uh, I'm going to give you uh, a phone number here in a little bit. I'm also going to give you a web page and where you could uh, reach us, comment, and uh, let us know uh, what you're planning for uh to plant for 2023 how did 2022 uh, do for you and again if you were a new garden any uh, things you'd like to try that you didn't in 2022 or uh, just let us know how that it worked out for you uh, we don't want people discouraged so uh, we'll um, most definitely try to help you along uh, just drop us a quick um, note or question there Let's get straight into it. There's two ways when you've bought your seeds, and I hope you've had them bought or ordered by now. Again, it's towards the end of the year. An excellent time to purchase seed because a lot of states will not allow people in retail to carry over uh, seeds from one year to the next, and therefore they'll be heavily discounted in the next few days. Seeds will be fine for this up-and-coming year. Uh, so take advantage of that. Also, uh, when planting seeds, so you need to know uh, two things. There are seeds that you do sow indoors, and you do that for the purpose of starting your transplants for outside. And then there's a time when we plant seeds directly into the ground or into our raised beds, and we don't have to have a transplant. Uh, there's different types. We'll talk about that more as we go on, but what we're going to talk about now uh, seeing how this is beginning of the first of the year, it's time for cold weather crops in a lot of areas. Now, cold weather crops is something that you can plant usually at the first of the year. You can plant at the end of the summer and get a fall harvest. You can get it twice a year. And then you can also enjoy your spring and summer crops. So your garden something that you can do, and we've talked about it many times, uh, depending on where you're at. Uh, you can get several crops out of your garden. One thing that I want to talk about today is the different varieties of cabbage. I know that cabbage does take up some space in the garden, but it is also a very, very uh, versatile vegetable. Uh, we'll talk about some of the ways that you can uh, preserve cabbage, how you can do that. I want to go over just a few of the picks that some people's picked out as their favorites here, and then I'm going to go through and give you mine and tell you why. Here are the first uh, eight of people's favorite cabbage, and the number one variety was of a lot of people was the Brunswick. Uh, Brunswick's a popular cabbage cho choice. It, uh, that cabbage is store well and long time in the winter. Makes a tight head. Usually the heads will end up weighing about six to nine pounds, or 10 inch on diameter. So that's a pretty hefty head of cabbage. That's going to be something that, uh, unless you do use a lot of cabbage, 
at one time that's a pretty good size head. So uh, that would be more for uh, using it to preserve or keep over the winter time. That's about an 85 to 95 day cabbage. So the longer cabbage takes to grow, usually the better it will overwinter if you use it in uh, like a cellar or in a uh, basement setting where it's cool and, and uh, dark. Charleston Wakefield. Now we'll say something about Wakefield cabbage. A cabbage grows fast. It usually weighs anywhere from four to six pounds. Uh, it matures a lot quicker. It's about uh, 70 to 80 days. They, it also has a, another Wakefield, which is the early Jersey Wakefield, which comes on a little earlier than that. But these grow more in a pointed or a conical shape instead of a round shape or like a ball. Wakefield cabbages grow more into the point. Now, that's good. You'll see that uh, being an earlier variety. But one thing with that, uh, during a lot of moisture, excess rain or whatever, it tends to get in between the leaves and it will crack open. And not a good variety that if you want to uh, preserve it or keep it uh, for a week or several weeks on. So early Anna is another good cabbage. Uh, it does, just like the name says, it matures in 60 days, somewhere thereabouts. It does have a very uh, small, compact head, usually weighing in around uh, two pounds. Uh, the head's usually four or five inches in diameter, small. Works good for a lot of families, especially if you want to make uh, slaw or you're going to use cabbage in some of your dishes. Uh, I know uh, I like uh, to cook cabbage myself. I like to use it slow. I know a lot of people like it in soups, and there's other ways that you can use that cabbage. So early Anna would be one uh, for a smaller family, and they use cabbage. Golden Acre is another one. It grows well. Keep in mind, these are all cold-weather crops. Uh, these doesn't go quite as big as um, – your Wakefield cabbages, but they do uh, grow to a nice size, usually around three pounds, three and a half. Uh, that's another one, though, uh, that does an early variety. It's going to be more loose leaf than some of the other ones. Um, you have a round Dutch cabbage. Now, these are my favorite. The next two is going to be my favorite cabbages. And I'm going to tell you from why. Round Dutch is a good grower. It's a little bit longer. takes a longer for it to grow. It's not as early, but it does produce a really tight head of cabbage. The meat on it's real white. It's a sweet, tight cabbage. does carry over in the winter well. Makes some nice heads most of the time. Round Dutch is very heavy. It grows, again, real tight. So you're looking at the weight of the size of the cabbage head. It's going to be somewhere around six inches. Sometimes I've seen them seven, and uh, they're going to weigh anywhere from four to five pounds. Now, what I like to call its brother is the late flat Dutch. Late flat Dutch was B1 if you're going to make, uh, a lot of people like to make sauerkraut or fermented cabbage. Uh, this would be my choice for sure. It's a flat-type cabbage. It grows round, flat on the top, very, very tight leaf. Again, you'll find that in these Dutch varieties. 
but these cabbages will actually produce weights of 10 to 15 pounds. They're expected at least 100 days before it's ready to harvest. So it's a long growing cabbage. But again, these cabbages grow from zone one to zone 10. They're very hearty and great taste to these cabbage. One that I would suggest if you want to keep something over winter again would be the Dutch variety. And we're going to talk about how some of that goes. Uh, Another good saver over the winter will be your red cabbage varieties. They tend to be a little tougher, uh, but they also overwinter well. Uh, the Mammoth Red Rock is a heirloom variety that does well. It dates back to around 1889. It's a bright purple head. It grows eight to 10 inches in diameter, usually in about uh, an average of seven pounds per head. Uh, the Mammoth is a good overwinter. Again, this cabbage grows well in zones 1 to 10. You need to space it about 18 to 24 inches apart. Uh, but again, expect harvesting in 90 to 100 to 105 days. Red Acres, another uh, red cabbage that you would like, another good saver for sure. It grows good in zones 3 to 9. It's depending on the zone, it's a smaller head of cabbage. Um, you're looking at 75 to up to 100 days on uh, the maturity of that cabbage. Most of his are weighing around four to five pounds, but again, it's another good cabbage for keeping over the winter. Uh, some of the ways, I told you we talk about some of the ways for doing cabbage. If you like to freeze cabbage, you can do so with that. You would like to quarter, cut it up, and the smaller quarters or chunks, uh, blanching it is always uh, the best way to do anything that you're going to freeze like that, not fully cook, blanch it, pull it out, uh, ice water, let it get room temperature, uh, give it time to drain, put it in the bag, seal it up. And by doing that, you should have cabbage till the next season. Uh, another way, if you're lucky enough to have a root cellar or a nice, cool, dark basement, is that you can actually take the cabbage like into the fall late fall pull the whole head up with the root and you'll notice cabbage will have one big long stalk on it take that and uh, kind of pick off the any dead leaves there take it into your root cellar or into your basement hang it from the stem down let the head hang down and usually that will do fine you may put a few leaves but you can pick those right off and do that just as easy as anything. Again, sauerkraut or fermented cabbage is something a lot of people does. And again, you can can the sauerkraut. There's a, a variety of recipes on there, but it's as easy as shredding it and uh, putting salt on it with fermentation start. And then later you'll go back and seal the jars and you can keep sauerkraut uh, again for uh, all winter use. So, and there's other ways that sauerkraut can be saved and used and a lot of different things. I know that mom used to make a relish that we used at home. She would use cabbage and onions, uh, green tomatoes, uh, the last ones of the fall, pepper, some spices, canned that, and it was dynamic. Uh, just a great addition to anything. Uh, 
some of the ways that you do uh, freeze this cabbage, like we were talking about wedges, works awful good. Take it straight out of the freezer, go ahead and add it into your soups that you're cooking. It works well with that. You can let it thaw, slice it on down a little more, and go straight in if you want to make some slaw or uh, even make some homemade uh, chow chow that's give it time to ferment, stick it back in the refrigerator, and do that. Recipes for all this out there. So now's the time to be getting your cabbage plant started uh, for those transplant. Cabbage is something that you don't want to sow directly into your beds. It's better off to go ahead and uh, sow those inside, bring them through the process when they get probably about three inches tall, two and a half or so, and you catch those a little bit warmer days. And I'm talking about when it's not 20 below or 20 degrees or below freezing. Take them outside during the daytime to pull them back at night. Let them stay a little longer. Take a week to 10 days. Go ahead and harden them off before you set them out. You should not have any problem. It's always well if you're setting them out in the early spring like that. Go ahead and mulch them in with a little straw or uh, some leaves. And uh, you should not have any problem with the plants living whatsoever. That's a good time now, though, to go ahead and get those started. If you have not gotten your seed, again, let me remind you that a lot of the uh, stores or your garden centers uh, will have to be getting rid of seed that they've had for 2022. And you've got several days left here before the new year starts, and uh, there'll be some really good deals on seed. If not, go ahead and order my seed catalog, get them as quick as you can, make sure when the delivery date is because in an area like we're in in the Piedmont, North Carolina, we can actually start setting that cabbage out here in probably about 60 to 75 days. So, um, you know, sometimes sooner, depending on how it happened, you say, well, what if I set it out? We go through this period and I have two or three weeks and then in March we get a snow. Don't worry about it. It's not going to hurt your cabbage unless we have a deep freeze. You will be fine. Again, the deep breeze is predicted. Just take some straw, some leaves, throw over the plants, protect them for that period of time, and they'll carry it right on. So no, no big deal there. Um, we'd love for you to go to our webpage, which is daddypeats.com, where you could listen to some of the uh, podcasts that we do have archived. Um, and also, where you could leave us a question or a comment on that. I'm going to give you something else today where you can get a hold of us. I'm going to give you my office number and my extension where you can get a hold of me with a question, and I will try to answer it on the podcast for you. And if time permits, leave your number, and I will try to answer back to you directly. And again, that will depend on the time. If you do not get a call directly back from me every time, Uh, I will cover it on the podcast. So that telephone number is 704-585-2355. And my extension is 206. So again, that's Daddy Pete's. It's going to be 704-585-2355, extension 206, and I'm Melbourne, York. So please do that. But if you're on the webpage, uh, leave us a comment or question there. While you're there, go ahead and sign up for our gardening 
uh, blog, you know, which comes out once a month, tells you everything that's going on for the next month, what you need to be doing, our gardening tips. And while you're on the page, go ahead and look around. I think you'll find it interesting where we came from. We are a century farm. Also, take a look at our products and you will find something for anything you're getting ready to do. As we go through the next few weeks and the season's coming, I'm going to give you tips on the things that I've used, tried and true, as far as varieties. And, of course, please try different ones. Things comes up as different. Most of mine is going to be on heirlooms that I do like. And if I see a new one that I've tried, even into uh, some of the newer varieties, I'll be more than glad to share that with you, too. But when it comes to cabbage, my two favorites out of all the ones we've talked about today will be the round Dutch and the late flat Dutch cabbage. That's good to plant them both together because for one's going out, especially in the spring, then you've got the other coming on with just a little bit later. And cabbage does take up quite a bit of space in like a raised bed. It's not so much in a row garden, so it may be something that you don't want to plant a whole lot of the plants on. But again, maybe you want to make a place, uh, especially just for your cabbage. And we will talk about some of the things that you do not want to plant behind planting cabbage. Now, uh, we did talk about cold weather, uh, cold weather crop of cabbage today. There's still some more that we'll talk about in the next uh, time that we come on on our next podcast. And we'll be doing those. And these will get out to you pretty quick because these are seeds that need to be started or transplant in the next week or so, a few weeks anyway. Well, we certainly do appreciate you listening to us today. And uh, again, remember to uh, go to our webpage, daddybeats.com, or give us a call and uh, let me know what your question is or if you've had a problem with something. Uh, if you're a first-time gardener, let us know that. That telephone number again, 704-585-2355. Extension 206. I'm Melvin York. Well, we're going to end it for today, and I want to wish you happy gardening.